When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What's going on, everybody? Here we are live the process Thursday, January 11th. Good to see everybody. Four game slate ahead of us. We're going right into it. Hit the like button, subscribe to the channel, hit the notification bell so you know when everything goes live and follow me on Twitter at Josh Engelman. What's going on, folks? It's good to see everybody popping in slowly but surely. We'll load up this chat. We'll break down today's four games and we'll go about our day. Andrew Nemhard was not helpful for me yesterday. Took a big Andrew Nemhard stand, and he got the first half minutes I was looking for, but boy, oh boy, did he stink. Yuck. Yuck, yuck, yuck. Did get my two prize picks plays right yesterday, which means we went back to back. Tuesday, dub. Wednesday, dub. That I can handle. That I can handle. But easy slate tonight, 7.30 lock, so keep that in mind, everybody. Um, Wemby had a triple-double on a very minimal amount of minutes. Good for him. Uh, what else did we have yesterday? Maxi, highest scorer on the slate. Jalen Johnson, massive day. They are two guys that I had quite a bit of. Um... Did not have uh, the Jalen Brown piece. Had a ton of that. Well, had 20% Zach Levine in comparison to the field. Don't know why he didn't get more love. Ended up getting to 60 fantasy points. Once he was named the starter, people should have been all over that. It was wild to me. Uh, let's see. Uh, Jordan Poole dropped 28 real points. Uh, seven assists. Had 50 fantasy points. Wish he could do that on days where I had a lot. That would be helpful at the very least. But Wemby, 2.33. DraftKings points per minute, 16 points, 12 boards, 10 assists, no stocks, which is incredibly weird, but 21 minutes, 2.33 fantasy points per minute. We got two fantasy points per minute out of Joval in 21 minutes. They're the only two dudes that cross that threshold of, you know, anybody relevant at the very least. Um, fun slate, though. Kind of annoying. That Pacers game was was truly death, though. For what they looked like, the highest scorer for Indiana was Miles Turner. That was the 25th highest score of anybody on the slate. Problematic. It's problematic. But we're here. Crispy, what's up? Frozen DeRozan cost me my main slip by a half point in OT. Man, that sucks. That sucks. Tomorrow, you want five bucks? That'll work. That'll work. Every little bit's a win, man. Every little bit is a win. Oh, been a good week. I've gotten it's it's weird. I uh, I've been out of town since Saturday, and I've gotten ridiculously good sleep these past few days. I don't know what it is, um, but deep sleep. 
I don't normally do that when she's gone. Normally I'm paranoid that we're going to get like 10 robbers breaking in the house and I got to fend them all off by myself. But uh, yeah, good sleep. So I'm feeling good, feeling energized, ready to take on the day. Uh, no deeper dive tonight. Just live before lock since we only have four games. Um, but you'll get myself and Loffy on the strategy show a little bit later. Contenders videos, process, all that stuff. Prize picks. Um but next couple days, we're gonna uh, we're gonna ramp up what we're doing here on the process slash the strategy show. Many plans in place, ironing out the details. Yeah, Larry, it wouldn't go well, man. I'd be uh, like, I would just want them to take everything. Like, just I don't, you know, don't hurt me. I don't really give a shit about what's in the house. I'd really appreciate it if you left my laptop and monitor and take everything else. I don't care. It's just stuff, like, as far as I'm concerned, like, if you pack it up quietly, just leave me sleep. <laughs> I would never get to my gun fast enough, that's the problem. The gun's kept in a place where I don't ever use it. I don't even know if the ammo is next to the gun. It's, I just have to throw the gun and hope I hit the guy in the eye or something. That'd be my only shot. We ready to break this one down. I don't think we're going to be here very long. Probably 45 minutes or so. But we got to dig into every team. We only have eight of them to break down. There is a 2 o'clock game today. So if anybody's... Uh, if everybody's interested in Showdown... I, I didn't even look to see if it's any good. Let's see. Is there an actual Showdown slate that's worth playing at 2 o'clock? No, there's not. 10k to first. That's really lame. Why don't if you're gonna do it, do it. Lame. Lame, lame, lame. No, I am not Laffy with the gun. Laffy would have like 15 guns pointed at that dude somehow. I would not. I would have to get into my wife's closet and figure out where the gun is and how to get into the gun case. I have two eight. Uh, Chubb says I have two eighty-five pound pits and a hundred and ten pound Doberman. I got a seventy pound, seventy-five pound boxer that'll probably just want to lick their face when they walk in the door. He looks angry, but he's the least angry thing that exists. <laughs> and I don't think my blind and deaf pug is gonna do anything other than melt their hearts. Maybe that'll be maybe that'll be my method. Everybody else wants to go with violence. I'm gonna send the pug at him to. I don't know, walk directly into him when he can't figure out where he is. I think we've probably filibustered enough to start this one. Coffee is here. I've been really lazy about making hot coffee in the morning. Do you want to know why? It's so weird. I'm so, This is how lazy I am, if you really want to know. So normally, I'm up at somewhere in that like 5 to 5.15 range. And I leave the dogs with my wife, who doesn't get up until, you know, seven, basically. Like a normal person. Well, now that I'm getting up at five, so are the dogs. So I've got to go downstairs, feed them, let them out. And letting them out used to be easy. Open door, run out the stairs, play around in the yard for a while, come back in. It's not the same thing anymore. Because of the blind and deaf pug... You got to pick him up and carry him outside, set him in the grass. 
he's afraid to step onto the concrete because he knows when he's on the concrete, he has the opportunity to fall in the pool. So you have to go back and get him out of the grass. It's cold as shit in the morning. The ground is sometimes wet, freeze your feet. It's just it's a terrible, terrible morning. And by the time I do all of that, iced coffee out of the can from Costco is a much easier process than pressing start on a coffee machine as if I'm brewing it and grinding the... No, it's all ready. I'm just lazy. But I'm, I've switched to iced coffee because i got to deal with my dogs. That's the worst. No, no Keurigs. No Keurigs around these parts. I'm lazy, but I want a good cup of coffee. Um, so yeah, uh, wife gets back today, tomorrow, piping hot coffee. That's happening. Although she's going to want me to get the dogs because she's going to be on San Francisco time and not sleeping well. So, but next week, hot coffee. Anyway, let's cheers it up, folks. Uh, oh, I, I meant, I, I, I made the mistake. I forgot to go widescreen for myself so you guys can see the rise and grind. Can we? No, we can't. Anyway, rise and grind, everybody. Coffee is here Thursday, January 11th. Let's get it started. Cheers, boys. And girls, if you're here. Or whatever you choose to be, I don't mind. Just let me know first. Maxwell House or Folgers? Neither. Neither. Some sort of specific bean. Boston Celtics. Six-point dogs in Milwaukee. 241 total. Celtics on a back-to-back after a really knockdown dragout game against Minnesota. So we don't have any... Um, we don't have an injury report. Now, we should know by now. Oh, wow. My minutes table basically opens up to where I would want it. I could just bounce back and forth to this now. That's way easier. Let's make that 140. Perfect. So for Boston, we know that Al Horford generally sits out part of back-to-backs. Uh, normally, it's the second game of a back-to-back. He actually sat the front end of a back-to-back um, last week. But today, I'm going to assume that he is out and that Kristaps Porzingis is in. So, let's go ahead and get Al Horford out of there. Let's get Kristaps Porzingis back in there. And there's not going to be too many other changes. I do need a coffee endorsement deal. Man, we could have been pretty close to one. I, I could have actually gotten that for a brief moment in time. I could have got that done. One of my best friends on the planet uh, was working for La Cologne. Uh, if you're familiar with that coffee company, they sell a lot of like, you know, canned coffee products, but the coffee in general as well. Uh, but he was there. And if he were still there at this point, I could have I could have greased those wheels and at least gotten like a promo code deal. But uh, he is not there anymore, so I don't I don't mess with those guys. Larry, I'm like 99% sure the answer to that is yes. 
Uh, and for those curious, Larry asked the question, uh, do the PGA Sims have showdown too? I'm like, I don't know why they wouldn't. I don't remember seeing that they don't. Uh, so like, I am under the impression that they do. I, I guess I could look. Uh, yeah, I guess I remember that I said there was a strong chance the Heat don't make the playoffs. Seems like they're going to make the playoffs. Uh, I don't know. What do you want me to do? PGA. Contest date. Oh, that's post-contest. Larry, I assume you're going to be watching the strategy show. I will confirm that answer for you when we start the strategy show. Uh, Philly Phantom knows. Philly Phantom knows. That's outside my wheelhouse, so. It would have shocked me if we didn't. There we go. Philly Phantom officially knows. Better than me. All right, let's finish off this, uh, this Boston run here. So... Not nothing too crazy here. I think I like Derek White for 34 minutes. I think I like Drew Holiday for 35. I think I like Jalen Brown for 35. Played a little bit more as of late, but I feel like they've been just going to OT games. 37 for Tatum. 32 for Porzingis. 15 Cornette. I'm pretty good here. They didn't play O'Shea Brissett as much as I would have thought they would, but that Minnesota game is a little different. Although I guess this one will be too. I just don't really see anybody else that I would bump up. Hauser and Pritchard kind of just play the same. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I, get, I think we're just going to go with this. Horford and Cornette did play alongside of each other for three and a half minutes. That is interesting to think about. I'm guessing they wouldn't do that with Porzingis, but they could. They could. But I think we're okay with what we have right now. We are going to have to pull some rates for no Porzingis on the floor. Do we have any props for Boston yet? We do have one on Tatum, Brown, and KP. So that's actually pretty good. Porzingis is at 18 and a half points. We don't have one for Drew, but that'll hold. Jason Tatum is at 27 and a half. Jalen Brown is at 24 and a half to the over. I am going to give Jalen Brown my extra minute here. I'm going to take him to 36. We don't have one on Derek White. Nothing I can do there, but I'm comfortable leaving him where I have him. So that is going to be Boston. Very easy to make that rotation. We go to Milwaukee now. Now they're going to look a little bit different than they did last time. We had the Milwaukee value day last time out for the Bucks today. 
We do have Damian Lillard back. We also have campaign probable. So completely different full rotation for the Milwaukee Bucks means we actually have to break this one down. So for Milwaukee, we're going to go 37 Giannis. We're going to go 37 Dame, 33 Brooke Lopez. So that's the first thing we do. 37 Dame, 37 Giannis, 33 Brooke Lopez. We're going to get Chris Middleton. 31 or 32, probably 32. And then Malik Beasley, 25 or 26. Good start. We'll pop campaign in for the backup point guard run. We'll get Bobby Portis in for the backup center run. Probably another seven to nine minutes there. Let's get him up to 21. Now we'll get him to 22. So now we have 42 minutes left for Pat Connaughton and Marshawn Beauchamp, which is what I think we, we do here. 21 for Connaughton feels spot on. Now, I don't want to go 21 to Marshawn Beauchamp, I don't think. Maybe 16. And then that leaves me five extra minutes, which we can hide for Andre Jackson. Rates are very easy. We're going to grab everything we've had from Milwaukee so far this season. When Brooke Lopez, Giannis, Middleton, and Dame all start. Lopez, Giannis, Middleton, and Dame have started 28 games together as a foursome. They're 20 and 8. And, you know, they're running at like a plus 5, plus 6, depending on which guy you're looking at. I'm going to hit the rates first, compare to props, and we'll see how good we did. Dame, 1,000 minutes in this scenario, 26% usage rate. Giannis, 1,000 minutes, 32.5% usage rate. Chris Middleton, 720 minutes, 24% usage rate. Brooke Lopez, is at about 16 and a half. And Bobby Portis is at about 19 and a half. That might be overly pessimistic to Malik Beasley, but not totally. Malik Beasley in this situation, 12.8% usage rate. I got it at 11.9, so not all that crazy. Assist rates I do want to check as well. Dame's at just shy of nine. Giannis is at just shy of eight. Middleton is around nine. So I think we're pretty good here. Rebounding rates, I'm definitely not worried about. Uh, Lillard doesn't affect that, and Giannis and Lopez have been playing alongside of each other long enough that I don't think anything has changed. So let's look at the props. We've got Giannis at 33.5 to the under. I got 32.5. Perfect. Dame's at 24.5 to the over. I have 26. Perfect. Middleton's at 15 and a half to the under. I have 19. What? Why is Chris Middleton's points prop 15 and a half juice to the under? What don't we know? What don't I know?
I gotta look him up. Does this work? It actually might. It's not gonna be the best view in the world, but at least you'll be able to see what I'm looking at. So, for Middleton, he's averaging 14.7 points per game in 25.4 minutes. In 32 minutes, that's 18 and a half. Why is his points prop so low? Per 36 minutes, it would be 21. Why is his points prop so low? I don't understand. Are we expecting Chris Middleton? Like, did I miss something where Chris Middleton's limited? In what universe would he be projected for 15 real points? I don't, I'm so confused. But it's not a Boston effect. Giannis is projected for 33. Dame's projected for 25. I'm on those numbers. But if Chris, like, if Chris Middleton hits his rates, he's miles above 15 and a half. They don't change their rotation. Like, even if I want to be, like, a little past, like, 23 and a half usage, that's still 18. I'm still three points clear of Middleton. It's already moved. It's not, it's juiced to the over now. It's already now one eight, minus 118 to the over. I think I'm right, and people should bet Middleton's over in points right now. Let's think about it like this. I've got him projected for, we're going to do the math on it. We're going to break this one down. So you guys can see this shot attempts table. I have him projected for 8.3 twos in this game. He has taken 225 in 814 minutes. I got him into 32 minutes. That's, that would be 8.8 twos. So that's an extra half of a shot from two that I didn't project. Next, threes. I have him projected for 5.6 threes. He's taken 142 this year in 814 minutes. In 32 minutes, that's 5.6. That's exactly what I have. And then I have three free throws. We don't have to go over free throws. They're one point apiece. I mean, I don't understand why his points prop is 15 and a half. I legitimately don't. If anybody wants to bet it, I'm going to say right now that I think that that should be a line that gets bet. Let's actually... Do we have it on Odds Shopper? Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDIC. I have to change the state since I'm not in a legal betting state. I want to see if it like 
is immediately the thing at the top, which it isn't. So I'll search for Middleton. Hop back to Pennsylvania. So we have the Middleton points prop close to neutral at under 15. Over 15, negative six. Hmm. That's kind of a bummer. You can get you can get minus 105. You can get ESPN bet has over 15 and a half at even money right now. So does DK, allegedly. I like that a lot. I don't know. I don't know why it's so low. Unless we're going to get word. Like, the only thing that makes sense to me is that there's word out there that he can't play full freight. But that makes no sense. We just saw him play 33 and a half minutes. He's played 32 and a half here. Now, he did. He left that game early on the fourth, but that was basically like planned rest. 32, 32, 33, 32, 33, 32 and a half. I'm right here. There's absolutely no justifiable reason that Chris Middleton should have that low of a projection. None whatsoever. Let's see. I have him booked as a 57% true shooting guy in this game. Just to double check it. On the year. He's at 59% true shooting. So I'm already below that mark as well. Love it. If you want to bet Chris Middleton today, I think you should do it right now. If you want to bet his points prop, I think you should do that. I think he is very underrepresented. Let's keep an eye on that one. Later tonight, if you guys see it and it moves to like 16 and a half or something, let me know. Tweet at me at Josh Engelman. For now, I'm leaving it. So I think that's just going to be this team for me. Do I need to change assist rates? Six and a half to the over for Dame. Good. Giannis is at six and a half to the under. Maybe a little light. I guess it's not. Yeah, we're good here. Let's look at, let's let's evaluate this game. So first up is Boston. Remember, this is going to be the number two defense in Boston against the number 18 defense in Milwaukee. Boston plays ultra slow. Milwaukee plays extra fast. In theory, this would be a good spot for the Celtics if they had someone out other than Al Horford. I like Tatum at 10,200, but I assume I'll like other people more than that. Like, you're going to have Dame, you're going to have Giannis, you're going to have Shea, you're going to have Randall and Brunson, Kyrie with no Luka, the Suns dudes, the Lakers dudes. It's not like, I don't think Tatum is going to stand out in this spot. So, any starter is fine. Tatum is the best one. I don't expect to get much from Boston, even with this 240 total. Now, like, when I say I don't expect to get much of Boston, let me be clear here. It's a four-game slate. Like, you're getting a lot of these guys. But I don't think that we're going to see... Derek White, Jalen Brown, Jason Tatum, Drew Holiday, Chris Stapps, Porzingis at the top of an ownership table. Milwaukee side, different. 8,500 for Dame. So 
Dame and Jalen Brown have basically the same price today. Now, Jalen Brown definitely has the better position. Dame, 1.23 fantasy points per minute over the last 30 days. Jalen Brown's at 1.19. These guys are very similar. But I, I expect Dame to play an extra, a minute more from a projection standpoint. I don't mind Giannis, but 12K, like we're going to need pretty healthy value to feel amazing about it. I clearly like Chris Middleton a bit. You know, $7,800 shooting guard small forward. Here's one thing. Like, if that play, if that point prop for Chris Middleton is right, he'll go down as one of the worst plays today. Because I don't even think he's an amazing play already. And if I take three real points off of him, we're talking about dropping him down to like 33 and a half fantasy points in 32 minutes at 7,800. That's 4.3x. You're like almost not playing Middleton. And then 6,200 for Brooke Lopez looks pretty good. I don't mind that price. Has not been good as of late, though. 0.8 fantasy points per minute over the last 30 days. I don't know what's going on with Brooke Lopez, but he it, it hasn't been good. Is that trend line bad for him, too? Yes, it is. Wowie zowie. Whew, look at this. This is the dunks and threes estimated plus minus for Brooke Lopez. Look at that trend line through December. He has been atrocious. Atrocious lately. What is going on with Brooke Lopez? Is he hurt? I mean, he is playing at a rate that they shouldn't play him. That's a guy that shouldn't even be on the floor. He's only had three games better than... What date was this? That's the fifth. He's only had four games above average since December 1st. And one of those games barely snuck over. He is at a negative 4.5 overall EPM as a rolling average. And it has been that for a while. The last time that his rolling average was neutral, just average, was December 7th. For the past month, he has been one of the worst regulars that you can play. That's scary, man. That's scary. Uh, so yeah, that's Boston-Milwaukee. We go now. To Portland and OKC. Blazers are 13-point dogs in Oklahoma City. Portland is going to be likely without DeAndre Ayton, who is doubtful. Jabari Walker is questionable. OKC is on the back-to-back, -back, so we don't know. We will leave their rotation the same. We also need to put Jabari Walker into this game. So... It will probably feel a little bit easier to just reproject this team. Uh, AJ, I'm glad that that worked out for you, but that is not the way the tool is meant to be used. 
So be careful. Okay, uh, let's book out this Portland team. Anfred, God, these guys suck so bad. And they should get the shit kicked out of them by OKC. This is not a team. Like, you, Portland can't run into OKC and, like, outwork them. They are going to get bludgeoned. I don't know why I'm clicking on that. The last Portland game was a 27-point loss to the Knicks. We want to pay attention to this first half lineup. So we got 17 minutes out of Scoot in the first half, plus another seven and a half in the third. If it's competitive, you expect him to get real run. He's playing like 30 minutes a night. I'm going to go to like 31 or 32 on Scoot. Next, we're going to look at Anthony Simons. Simons played six. Uh, 10 played 19 minutes in the first half played another seven and a half in the third quarter. The game was over at that point. I, I mean, 36 seems likely, right? If he played 19 minutes, 38 would be a duplication. Now he was slightly off that pace. I'm going 35 to Simons. Next guy I want to get in there is Jeremy Grant. Since he plays the second most minutes, Grant played the entire first quarter, eight minutes of the second. So that's 20 in the first half. They were trending him to 35 or 36 as well. So I'm going 35 to Grant. I'm guessing we get Reith starting. He played like real run, more or less. Did have three fouls in the first half. Also played two and a half, five and a half, so that's eight, 14 and a half to 15 minutes. Now, I don't necessarily think that's going to happen, but I think 26 works. And then you could slot Jabari Walker in as that backup. Probably a little backup four, backup five. Kamara, you know, played. Minimal minutes, not a guy that like really deviates all that much. I think putting him in for 24 is going to be fine. The rest of these guys are where it gets a little tricky. Shaden Sharp was the first guy off the bench. Played about 13. I think something in the like 25 range would be good. Malcolm Brogdon, actually, Ibu Baji was next up. He ended up playing 27 minutes. You know, obviously played a bunch in the blowout, but even still, if you take away those five and a half minutes, he, he, he played a bunch. I'm going to say he gets like 12 minutes here. That'll still allow me to go to 22 on Jabari Walker. Now, I, I guess they're just back to, like, not really playing Malcolm Brogdon. I mean, which is what they should be doing. Keep him healthy so you can trade him in the next couple weeks. There's no reason Malcolm Brogdon should be on the Portland Trailblazers in the, by, after the trade deadline. Uh, Brogdon has played 21, 17, 16, 22, and 13 over his past five. 
I, I think something like 16 to 18 for him is going to work out really well. You know what? I'm just going to give him 17, which is technically the backup point guard minutes, just because that's how it's easiest for me to allocate them like that. Just leaves me 13 for Matisse Thibel. Matisse Thibel played 12 in the last time out, so I think we could leave it. I'm not changing any rates for Portland, and I don't think I'm moving anything around for OKC based on yesterday. They maintained, they mostly maintained that same rotation that they have been playing, um, where they're pretty concentrated. They won by eight. Misic and Jalen Williams both played earlier than you would expect. They ended up playing, honestly, like it's, it's kind of exactly what you would expect everything to be. I probably need to take a minute off of Shea, so I'll regret that one. I'll throw another minute onto Misic. I mean, I did project Misic and Jalen Williams for a minute, so it ended up looking correct. Dort minutes have been trending down ever so slightly. Same for Aaron Wiggins. The rest of these guys looks pretty good. And I know Case and Wall... Wait, did Dort get hurt? No, they just made that change. So they moved, they 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 went to Case and Wallace to start the second half over Lou Dort. Now Dort still basically closed, and Wallace didn't play again after that rotation, but interesting to see that they did it. I actually need to make sure that I get these Case and Wallace minutes where I want them to be because of the size of this slate. All right, let's look at this game. Portland Trailblazers, as I mentioned, 13-point dogs against OKC, 233 total. I like Simons for 7,400 because I think his minutes are real. I really do. Um, I think we're live to see somebody from OKC sit. I think this line should be bigger right now than 13. Don't be surprised to see somebody sit. Uh, all right, let's keep looking at this then. So Simons, 7,400 point guard, shooting guard, looks like the best option for Portland. I also like Jeremy Grant at 6,800. I don't think that's all that crazy. I'm going to take a peek at their props quickly. Let's take a look. Portland. Simons is at 23 and a half, juice to the under. I have 23.8. I'm on the number. That works. Grant's at 18 and a half. All right, so I'm at 20 and a half, but again, I feel like I'm right here. Let's just take a peek quickly at what a starting lineup looks like when Simons, Grant, and Scoot start. They've only done five minutes in this situation. Grant has played 142 minutes, 26% usage rate. That's higher than what I have right now. I'm not moving Jeremy Grant. I feel the same way about Grant as I do about Chris Middleton. I don't think there's any justification to move that. Scoot's okay for 6K. You can make a case for Shaden Sharp or Kamara just from like a flexibility standpoint. Dwap Reith is at 12.5 points. Actually, uh, a point below that at 11 and a half, but I think that lets you know sort of what's going on for Portland. 
For OKC, What do we know? All right, 7,900 Chet and $10,400 Shea, clearly standing out. Shea's points prop is 31 and a half, so I feel good there. Chet is 17 and a half to the under. I have 18 and a half. I don't hate it. It's a great matchup. Jalen Williams looks fine. Josh Giddy looks fine. I think Shea is gonna end up being my preferred payup option. He's just going to be easier to get to than Giannis. Before we continue, whoppa, it's on the screen right now. Promo code is DRIVE. I hope there's a link in the description. If there's not, type the code in. NFL Sims Max Package. You see it on the screen. You get it through the Super Bowl. So all throughout every weekend, showdowns, all of that stuff. $99. This is an incredible value. You're also getting like projections and ownership, Discord, whatever. You're, you're getting the whole package, but 99 bucks for the rest of the playoffs all the way through the Super Bowl. And you get two weeks access to our new PGA Sims as well if you want to check them out. It's the deal we've got going on right now. Promo code DRIVE. Hop in. Come join us. I know you guys like the NFL. New York Knicks, four and a half point favorites in Dallas, 233 total. Now, we know, or at least I know, uh, the Dallas side is a little different. Knicks are normal. Dallas, on the other hand, no Doncic, no Exum. Maxi Kleba, doubtful. Now, he's been out for a very long time, which means, doubtful means he's going to be back shortly, unless you're Mark Williams. Uh, Derek Lively, also doubtful. Grant Williams is questionable. For New York, I can't imagine we're changing this rotation, but I am going to take a look at it. Now, it's the same thing they always do. We're not moving their rotation at all. So everything I have for New York, just staying. We'll go to Dallas. Clearly, we're reprojecting all of Dallas. This is a very, 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 very different team when Luka Doncic is not around. Let's uh, let's figure out what they actually are, though. How many games do we have where Kyrie has played and Luka has not played? One, two, two. Okay. So we only got two games in that situation. 65 minutes for Kyrie. 23% usage rate. Oops, sorry. Boop. That should help. Uh... 23% usage rate in the two games that Kyrie has played without Luka. Now, I think we could all agree that that sounds probably a little crazy. So, we're just going to have to take Luka off. We're going to say Kyrie on. And we're going to have to use that as our baseline. That gets us 256 minutes where Kyrie has been on the floor and Luka Doncic has not. 28% usage rate. I think 36 minutes feels right for Kyrie. He's normally a 27% usage guy. So I actually don't think it's going to move all that much. Assist rate, I'm guessing, is way higher. Yeah. 
assist rate is normally seven assists per 100. Philly Phantom, are you serious? You're the one that told me it was. Oh, do you mean like for round one? Do you mean round one or like in general? <laughs> Let me know. Seven assists per 100 possessions for Kyrie as an, uh, like a normal like talent rate. It jumps to 11 with Luka off. So I like I like that bump. Next. We're going to get we need to get Derek Jones Jr. I'm guessing Tim Hardaway starts. I'm guessing Josh Green starts. I'm guessing Dwight Powell starts. So I think we get Dwight Powell in for 24 minutes. I think we have to get Derek Jones in for 31 or 32, something like that. We'll go 32 to start. Tim Hardaway plays 29 in general. I, I think we got to go to 30 there. Josh Green. Probably like 28. And this is where it starts to get a little dicey. Grant Williams, Jaden Hardy, Seth Curry are probably the three next names that we need to get to. Now, we don't know the status totally of Grant Williams in this moment. Uh, he is questionable with that ankle. They haven't exactly loved playing him anyway. I want to look at that rotate. What, the last time they played was they lost by 17 to Memphis. Now, that was with Luka. Brandon Williams. Okay, so A.J. Lawson got a minute and a half in the first half. Markeith Morris got two and a half minutes in the first half. They played Rashawn Holmes three minutes in the first half. Now, all of these guys, they, they didn't give them shit in the second half. But I guess that matters. Uh, I also need to charge my watch. So let's take that bad boy off. Okay. Yeah, I'm going to go 22 to Grant Williams. Hmm. The question really becomes, do they go to Rashawn Holmes again? <clears throat> Seth, like, Seth Curry played, you know, was the third guy off the bench... Who plays the most in these situations? I'm with Luca off. I'm going to say Kyrie played in the game instead of on, which is a slightly different distinction. But I want to see who plays the most minutes in those spots. Kyrie, Josh Green, Hardaway, Jaden Hardy. So we need to get Jaden Hardy in as the like Luca replacement. Last time out when Luca didn't play. And no Exum played. We also had no Grant Williams, no Lively. So this is very similar. On the fifth, we got 32 minutes out of Jaden Hardy. What does that rotation look like? Who did they play? 
Okay, so they beat Portland by 36, which matters. Hardy got the start. So maybe hard. we're probably getting Hardaway off the bench, and we're getting Hardy starting. Hardy played seven minutes. So he played 10 minutes in the second quarter. He played like five minutes in the first quarter. So I think we're going like 28, Jaden Hardy. In that game, Seth Curry came off the bench, played uh, played like 13 minutes in the first half, five and two, played about 18 minutes total, 20 minutes total. I've got that amount of playing time sitting around. So let's take him to 18. Now that leaves me 22 minutes. In that game, we got AJ Lawson as the next guy up. I projected that that day, and that was not happening in the rest of the industry. I am going to project that again. He played... Now, he played all of the blowout, which you can't really expect. So if I take nine minutes off of him, that would take him down to 16, which I think makes some sense. I think he's the next guy up. I think it's AJ Lawson. That game he played 25. No, but like Max Prosper came in, but that was only blowout. Lawson saw minutes in the first half. Now, was it a lot of minutes? No, it was six. But no reason to think he can't get 14. And that leaves me eight. Now, I can hide those eight anywhere. Prosper, uh, Rashawn Holmes, whatever. I'll hide him on Prosper. He's not going to get rostered. Kyrie played in the game. Luka Doncic off. We have that usage rate in for Kyrie and the assist rate for Kyrie. Josh Green is at 14 and change. So we got to figure out who gets that bump. 27.5% usage rate to Tim Hardaway. He certainly gets some sort of bump. And then Jaden Hardy in 154 minutes, no Luka. Kyrie in the game, 28% usage rate. So Hardaway is at 27.5. Hardy is at 28.5. Let's do something like that. That should neutralize all of the other people, too. So that'll be Dallas. So let's evaluate this game. New York Knicks. Remember, Dallas, 23rd in defensive rating. It is not going to be better with no lively, no Luka, as weird as that sounds. So for the Knicks... 88, excuse me, 8,800 for Julius Randle. If my points, if my like projection is correct, he looks great, as does $8,700 Brunson. I certainly don't mind $6,500 Hartenstein. DiVincenzo, decent enough value, but let's look at the props. Randle's at 27.5 points, juice to the over. I've got 28.5, nailed it. Brunson's at 27.5, juice to the under. I got 27.7, nailed it. 
Ananobi's at 13 and a half. Good. DiVincenzo's at 11 and a half. I'm a little high on DiVincenzo. Just out of curiosity, what is Dante DiVincenzo's usage rate in games that OG Ananobi has played? Every little bit matters on those value guys today. I got 20 and a half. That's probably high. They're 5 and 0. DiVincenzo, 112 minutes since OG Ananobi has got to the Knicks. 21.6% usage rate. I'm going to keep it. Go Dante DiVincenzo, evidently. And then Hartenstein's 8.5. That's exactly where I have it. Perfect. Hartenstein rebounds 11.5 to the under. I'm even heavier than that. Randall's at 9.5 to the under. I got 9.8. We will deal with this. Here's where we go, guys. This is what everybody's been waiting for. Dallas Mavericks, no Luka. Oh, boy. Ooh. Okay. Okay. This is the... Uh, let's find out how wrong I am first. Three points props exist. They're not the ones we need. Kyrie is at 30 and a half. Juiced to the over. I have 26 and a half. Do we want to have this conversation? We see the rates. We see the rates for Dallas. Kyrie Irving. Kyrie Irving playing in a game. No Luka Doncic. Twenty eight percent usage rate in two hundred and fifty six minutes. I don't. There's no reasonable mechanism to get Kyrie Irving five more real points unless you assume that twenty eight percent usage is not correct. And I don't agree with that at all. And let me be clear here. Let me be very clear here. He still looks great. He's 9K. He's point guard, shooting guard eligible. I got him at 5.8X's salary at 9K. That's probably the best you can get to. He's seven and a half points north of his 5X value. Like, I, I do think Kyrie looks like an amazing play. But if I projected him like this... I don't know. I don't know how you can see that and think that that's real. It's a top ten defense against the Knicks. They're twenty third in pace, so the game is slower. And there's no. Here's what you guys should do right now. You should go bet Chris Middleton's over in points prop. You should bet Kyrie Irving's under points prop. Parlay those two bad boys together and print some money. I don't understand at all how you get him to 30 and a half to the over, no less. You'd have to you would have to be projecting him for 38 minutes. Okay, even crazier. His assist prop is six and a half, juice to the under minus 130. Now I just went I looked that up. His assist rate 
jumps by 40%, look, relatively, 40% by taking Luka off the floor. We're projecting him worse now? I'm, a, I'm like two full assists above that number. So I'm giving him all of the ball handling credit and none of the scoring credit. And the betting market is telling us the exact opposite. But the data that we've seen so far with this situation matches me, not that. This is going to change today. Love it. Get Kyrie. The moral of this story is play Kyrie. But you can bet his props differently. 5,300 for Tim Hardaway playing 30 minutes a night. I, I think it's pretty reasonable. Um, we're just we're seeing him get that usage. Again, Kyrie played in the game. Luka Doncic off. 209 minutes for Tim Hardaway. He's got a 27.5% usage rate. He just is. But the guy we need to talk about is Jaden Hardy. And I don't really know... They just don't have the bodies. Like, they really just don't have the bodies. We saw this exact game experience two weeks ago. No, six days ago. January 5th, starting lineup. Powell, Jones, Hardy, Irving, Josh Green. That is exactly what we're getting here today. Jaden Hardy staggered. Played massive minutes. I don't think, like, they've got to go somewhere. They don't go to anybody else. He's 3,700 point guard, shooting guard. I have no idea how you get away from that. No idea at all how you get away from that. Jaden Hardy is going to be the highest owned dude on today's slate. It will not even be remotely close. He'll be He'll be 80%. This is bonkers to me. Love the game. And that, like, those are just the three guys that immediately jump off the page. 4,900 for Derek Jones Jr. looks really good. Those minutes aren't going anywhere. I don't mind at all getting to Josh Green as a value play. Dwight Powell as a value center. I mean, like, you can, there are cases to be made for Grant Williams if he's in. Just based on the size of this slate. Love Dallas. Love Dallas. We got to remember... The line is four and a half. That's not a big line. To close this out, late night hammer, Phoenix and LA. I can't imagine we're going to like this one at all. Suns, no Damian Lee. Lakers, no Rui Hachimura. Guessing we're getting pretty much exactly what we normally do here. So, let me just double-check their most recent rotation. Otherwise, I don't think we're changing much from Phoenix, and we're probably not changing much from L.A. either. We did get Eric Gordon back last time out. Played 25 minutes. I got him in for 26. Feels fine. Josh Akogi and Drew Eubanks were the guys that got the most minutes. Chimetsi Metu's minutes are slowly coming back down. We got to get Josh Akoji up to 16. Yeah, we're looking good there. I've got Beal for 35. I've got Booker for 36. I've got Durant for 36. I'm okay with all of that right now. 32 to Grayson Allen. Feeling good. 
not a lot to change here for Phoenix, and I'm guessing not a lot to change for the Lakers. We saw D'Angelo Russell play 16 and a half. Now, they went to the past two games, and if we want to get technical, the past five games with no Rui, they have really tightened this rotation up. So we're getting nine dudes. We got to look at this most recent rotation from the ninth for the Lakers. Where the hell is that game? Who did they play? Ugh. Popcorn Machine might not have this one. So on the ninth, they played the Raptors. Got it. I don't know why that game isn't showing up on Popcorn Machine. But should be easy to find. And it is. So they went to that nine-man rotation. They're sort of staggering AD and LeBron across both of those guys. They get LeBron out early, then they start him in the second half. They did the same thing in the second quarter, rather. Then they did the same thing in the second half. So I'm actually going to cut this entire rotation and project it based on that last game. So we'll start with 38 minutes to AD, 36 minutes to LeBron. Torian Prince in for 33. Then we need Reeves and Reddish. Reeves for 32. Reddish doesn't have to close. Played 23. That actually feels about right. So those are the first five guys. Next guy off the bench is D'Angelo Russell. Now he can play his way into the starting line or into the closing lineup if he's shooting well. But he only played 16 and a half minutes last time out. 31 the game before that. Which is uh, weird to think about in terms of where those minutes are going to come from. I don't think we can go to much more than like 20 on D'Angelo Russell right now. Then it's Vanderbilt, Wood, and Christie. So Vandy, all of these guys can play alongside of AD. So that's not the way that it's happening. I guess technically we're going to say that Christian, I'm going to say Christian Wood is the backup center. So I'll give him 10. But he played 24. And even just since Rui's been out, has averaged 20. I think 20 works. Similar story for Vandy in that time. He has averaged since Rui's been out. He's averaged 18. I'll go 18. That leaves me 20 minutes for Max Christie. Now he played 18. I'm not going 18. Christie has averaged 20. In the last three, he's averaged 17. I guess I'll go 18 and then hide two minutes on really anybody here. Uh, who is actually available that plays from time to time? Uh-oh. There we go. Oh, we'll throw him on Jackson Hayes. That's perfect. Because they closed with Christie against the Raptors. And not Cam Reddish. 
I like it. What's what's this game look like? Final game. Phoenix Suns. Nobody jumping off the page. It's Beal. It's Booker. Grayson Allen. Nurkic. Durant. You can play any one of the starters. They all basically look the same. I would probably pick Booker first. We've got Durant at 26.5 points. Good. Booker at 24.5. I'm a little heavy on Book here. Just out of curiosity, what is the use? Now that we've got a pretty big sample, when Durant, Beal, Nurkic, and Booker all start, what's Devin Booker's usage rate? Six games, 222 minutes for Book, 27.5% usage rate. Yeah, I could just bring that down, and that'll drop him right into where we need to be. In that time, Durant is at 26. Beal is at 18 and a half. What's his points prop? 17 and a half. Okay, that makes some sense. We're going to bring Beal down quite a bit. That'll work. And then Nurk is at 11 and a half. What's Nurk's usage rate in this time? 25. Holy shit. All right. Like I said, Phoenix, pretty uneventful. Its starters are bust. For the Lakers, 10-3 for AD certainly looks tasty. His points prop today is 29.5 to the under. I have 30. I'm okay with it. LeBron is at 27.5 to the under. I'm at 27.5. Those two guys look great. You're filling out at best with Austin Reeves or Torian Prince, or maybe, just maybe, $4,300 Christian Wood. I like what I see here. Um, Just out of curiosity, rebound prop for AD is 12.5. I got 11.5, so yeah, I'm happy here. Let's run some crunches. Let's figure out what the slate looks like. Kind of like it for a four-gamer. Perfect. Here we go. First one up. Going to be DraftKings Optimals. Hit that like button if you haven't done it yet, by the way, guys. That helps me a ton. All righty. First one up. One more day this week of process. Excited for tomorrow. Optimal lineups on DraftKings. Oh, boy. I mean, I knew it was going to happen, but I didn't think it was going to happen like that. 288.2. This is the optimal by 1.3 fantasy points. Damian Lillard, Anthony Davis, and the entire Mavs team. Jaden Hardy, Derek Jones, Josh Green, Dwight Powell, Kyrie Irving, and Tim Hardaway Jr. If you're not a big Dame fan, you could swap him out for Julius Randle and do the same thing. What a ridiculous setup. Tim Hardaway, 50 of 50. Hardy, 
50 of 50. 94% to Kyrie, 90 to Derek Jones, 64 to AD, 60 to Dwight Powell, 58 to Julius Randle. Wow. Wow, wow, wow. That is nuts. That is nuts. Man. Just out of curiosity, if I set it to max four, what's the best lineup that exists? 284.2. So if I limit Dallas to only four guys, we lose four points off of our optimal. Hardy, Hardaway, Derek Jones, Randall, Precious Achua, Kyrie Irving, Torian Prince, and AD. Huh? No. I don't, no, I'm good. Do I need to change Precious Achua's minutes by any chance? Nope. Played 20. Straight back up. Just about, yep, straight back up. So, no, I don't think I do. What a ridiculous, ridiculous lineup construction for today. I mean, just bonkers. But I get it. It's a four-game slate. Like, at some point in time, you, you end up having to think about it a little bit differently. Now, if I throw randomness on here, it's going to be the same situation. It's just going to be this overwhelming sea of, of Dallas Mavericks. You want to know how crazy it is? <clears throat> we don't see this normally. Jaden Hardy is in 95% of those 150, even with 100% randomness. That's how good he looks if you give him 28 minutes at 3,700. You can be... Ultra pessimistic about his playing time. We have no reason to suspect he's not starting. We just saw it six days ago. If he's not in the starting lineup, maybe that's a little different. If they run that same starting lineup out, at worst, you're going 24 minutes. He's still the top play. Hardy, Hardaway, Jones, Green, Powell, Kyrie Irving. They are the top six dudes. They're in everything. Then you get Dame, Simons, A.D., Randall, Shea, Brunson. All of this Dallas value is letting you just randomize your amount of plays that you want to have for all the other payups. Like, think about that. You lock in your Dallas guys. Dame, Simons, A.D., Randall, Brunson, Shea. That's all real. I mean, Brooke Lopez, Isaiah Hardenstein, Chet, LeBron. Those guys are all real, too. What a slate. What a slate. Yeah, Ron, I don't know why you think Hardy's minutes would be that low. Who else are they going to play? They're missing all of these bodies. We just saw them do it. He played shit ton of minutes in the first half of that last game. Uh, it's very hard. Like, I think 30 is more likely than 25. Even still, you give him 25, nothing changes. Someone else for Dallas looks even better. Oh, if he doesn't start, yeah, but it still won't even matter at 3,700 on a four-gamer. He's still going to be 50% owned. He's, he's going to be 80. Easy. Easy. If he's the starter. 
well, and since we won't know if he's the starter at lock, everybody's going to assume he is. Jaden Hardy will be 80% owned. Let's see what FanDuel looks like. I, I have to imagine this is going to be at least a little different just because it's a different roster construction. And I have no idea what Jaden Hardy's price is on FanDuel. All right, optimal on FanDuel. 303.21. So optimal by 0.34. Kyrie Irving, Jalen Brunson. Grayson Allen, Jaden Hardy. Tim Hardaway, Dante DiVincenzo. Julius Randle, Derek Jones. Brooke Lopez. Randle was in all 50. Hardy in all 50. He's 4,400 on FanDuel. So much better play on DraftKings than FanDuel. Hardaway and Derek Jones both in 98%. Kyrie in 80. Brunson in 70. Well, 68. And then Brooke Lopez in 58. And then when we throw some randomness on it, I'm actually expecting this to be relatively flat. Except for the upper extremes of Dallas. They, the Knicks really come along for the ride in this one. Hardy in 85%. Derek Jones in 56 Tim Hardaway Jr. in 47, then it's 33 to Randall, and then you get into this 20 range where it starts to flatten back out. I like this slate. I know I'm probably crazy, but I like this slate. I think it's going to be fun. I really do. I really do. But that's it, guys. Four games up, four games down. I'm going to go ahead and get on out of here. Start prepping prize picks, contenders. I'll see you guys for the strategy show in a little bit. Myself and Dave Lochran breaking down this bad boy. So thank you for being here. Hit the like button. Sign up. It's right here. Promo code is DRIVE. NFL Sims max package through the rest of the playoffs for 100 bucks and two weeks of golf. I'll talk to you guys later. This was the process.